For the first time in 14 long years, the Seattle Seahawks are looking for a new head coach. I thought it would be an interesting exercise here to take a look at all of the available candidates out there that are being connected back to our Seattle Seahawks in order to maybe determine which one is going to be the best one for our Hawks. And I'm going to lead right out the gate here with by far my favorite candidate, the one that I would like to see the Seattle Seahawks target in on. There's a couple of factors that have to be ironed out to make this happen with him. But when it comes down to my A number one candidate, that's going to be one Mr. Jim Harbaugh. This is a man that's going to be a very divisive and controversial figure in Seattle as far as a potential candidate for the Seattle Seahawks. He's got a very rich and deep rivalry that goes back with Coach Carroll. Of course, he was there with the San Francisco 49ers in the 2010s when that rivalry was at its hottest between our two teams. And so there's a lot that still sort of remember him a bit in that way. Remember some of the comments he made and some of the ways that he went about his business, which can rub people the wrong way. And I've also been told that he might just have the most punchable face in the entire National Football League and college football combined. And while that all may be very well the case, he also is one hell of a damn football coach. And when it comes down to who I want the Seattle Seahawks to take back over for the job next, I want them to fit to a little bit of what they've done in their history. And when you look at the Seattle Seahawks history, you go, what has brought up our best candidates? What has been the best coaching hires for us in our history? And when I go back and look at that baseline, there are three coaches that really do stand out to me. You've got Chuck Knox in the 80s, Holmgren in the early 2000s, and then of course, Coach Carroll right now. All three of those coaches had varying levels of success, but success they did have here in Seattle. And all of them had had a track record prior to Seattle. All of them had been around in head coaching positions. All of them had had head coaching positions in the National Football League. And so you knew what you were kind of getting with each of them in that respect of things. And Harbaugh, I think, fits to this spot as well as any candidate out there in this offseason that we're going to be potentially looking at. There's some that come close, like a Dan Quinn, but nobody who is as far and away as an easy-peasy hire to me as a Jim Harbaugh in what he's going to bring to this team and with his track record, what you know you're going to get with this guy. And what you get with Jim Harbaugh, flat out, take all the personality stuff, take out the punchable face, you get a guy who knows how to command a football team and build a winner. Everywhere he's head coached, San Diego State, Nobody looks at them and says, wow, that uh, juggernaut San Diego State program. But he did turn them into winner. 29-6 and six in his time there. Went to Stanford, a place where there is a lot of difficulty at time in recruiting because you have academic marks that these players have to hit in order to get into the school, which other colleges don't make these players have to hit in order to get in. So it's very hard to recruit. It's very hard to turn that program into a winner. He was able to do so and do so in a very major way. And what stands out there is that even though David Shaw had a little bit of success after Harbaugh, it was kind of like he was milking the last bit of the vestiges of what Harbaugh had there. And then that program slowly dipped back down to where it was prior to Jim arriving there. And that does speak to me. He's builds a winner when he goes into a place, not necessarily a winner. And then that place doesn't necessarily fall apart, but is not as strong when he does leave. And then we've got him, of course, going to the Niners. The Niners, a program at that time, which was not running in, on the high, which need a lot to be done there in order to take themselves up back to a place of prominence. And he did just that as he was uh, able to command and put together a great record during his time there, 44-19-1. Also, of course, taking to them to a Super Bowl, which they just missed, but also finding a lot of playoff success during that time period. And then once there was a little bit of a rift between Harbaugh and Trent Baalke, the general manager, he moved on then to Michigan, another program which would have been at a down in the dumps just a little bit. They certainly were far away from where they had been in the early to mid-90s with Lloyd Carr there as the head coach. And they were looking for somebody to invigorate that program in a major way. And he, like he had done on his prior three stops, came in there 
and has turned this program into a winner. So he wins wherever he goes. If he comes to Seattle, he is going to be a winner, and he's coming off of a national title in addition to that. There's a, it's, it's very hard for me to find too many arguments as to why Harbaugh would not be successful in Seattle if you bring him here. The big key on this is going to be just how much control Harbaugh is going to want coming in as a coach. Does he want general manager-like control? Does he want oversay of the general manager? Certainly with a guy like John Schneider, who's had to wait 14 years to get this opportunity to be the man in charge and to run these things, he might not be as willing to you know, sign up for that with Jim Harbaugh in this process. But if Jim is willing to acquiesce on some of those demands and just want to be a coach, maybe trust in a guy like Schneider, who has gone to the Super Bowl with teams that he has managed in that way, who's had the track record he's had to say, hey, I know he's got things taken care of in the general manager room. I can just concentrate on coaching. And for a guy like Harbaugh, who's you know, heading to his 60s, does he really want to take on all of that responsibility of general managing and coaching at the very same time. I'm not so sure. Some people think it's going to happen, but I'm not so sure. And certainly I think Seattle would look like a very attractive destination to Harbaugh amongst all of the other destinations that would be out there. What he also brings when it comes down to the schematics are uh, very straightforward as well. He is a guy that came into Michigan and started to try to kind of peel away, move away a bit from some of the old school ground and pound rushing attack that he had there with the Niners playing to the defense, playing great special teams. And he's tried to do a little bit more of the spread brace principles when he came into Michigan. A little bit more of we're going to throw the ball all around the field and, and we're going to try to be a modern designed offense. And that wasn't really working. And he went a little bit more back to some of his traditions in this respect and what he knew and becoming a little bit more run centric, which we saw from this Michigan team this year. Albeit it's a running, running game that's a much different from what the Seahawks have been running recently, where we have been very, very obsessed at times with hammering the A and the B gap. His rushing attack is willing to attack at all levels, horizontally as well as vertically. Whereas with us, it's a little bit more vertically our rushing attack in recent years and how we're seeking to kind of go about what we do when it comes to running the ball and uh, ground and pounding in that way. When it comes to the defense, that's where Harbaugh really excels in updating his scheme and running something that is on a cutting edge. Because what he did is he went out there and got McDonald from the Ravens, who his brother lent him for a year, the same McDonald who is going to be a head coaching candidate here for the Seahawks this offseason. And he brought him to Michigan for a year to train his coaches on his very, very, very fun defense. A defense that's modernized, like I say, is cutting edge, which is going to really push the envelope on both the fronts and the secondary and the back end in order to really challenge offenses to read it right and read it true. It creates a lot of confusion. It disguises what it's going to do pre-snap to post-snap. It's willing to blitz and be aggressive. This is the type of defense for Seahawks fans who have been a little bit tired of watching the four-man fronts, the lack of blitzing, the soft zone defense. This is the type of defense that's on the other end of that scale. It's aggressive. It's going to come downhill at you. It's going to confuse the hell out of you. And it should have a ton of success in Seattle here because you're going from what would be then pretty much the most simple defense in the entire NFL to now up there in the ranks of one of the most complicated defenses, which I think would bring quite a bit of returns here for the Seattle Seahawks. So let's break it down to a positive and negative list, shall we? On the positive side with Jim Harbaugh, you know what you're getting. He's going to reinstall a tough brand of football that will hold players accountable. A disciplined approach that Harbaugh has found in his methods to get players to buy in. This is such an important part, and this is something that I think Carroll struggled with at the end. Carroll had always been a guy that could get through to the players, get his messaging across, get them to buy in. It seemed a little bit at the end there where there was a bit of a struggle in getting these players to buy in, to say, yeah, your scheme and what you do and what you're telling me can be successful, so I'm going whole hog here, coach. No hesitancy, coach. With Harbaugh, 
he seems to have overcome this challenge. And it's not just a Coach Carroll thing. There's a lot of coaches in the NFL that are having a harder time getting through to this younger generation. It's a newer generation of players coming up. The, the old ways don't necessarily work as well in getting through to them. You've got to be a bit inventive in getting them to buy into your process. And in Harbaugh, you have a guy at the college level with very young players who got them to buy in. And you could just feel in that college program this year, it was almost a, a business-like attitude that he was able to develop from these players. And it just speaks to his ability to get that across. It's much more an easier said than done from a conceptual standpoint in getting these players to buy into the modern age. It just is. Maybe it shouldn't be that way. Maybe they should be just super passionate and motivated on their own, but it's not always that way. And sometimes you need a coach like Harbaugh who knows just the right buttons to push to get the guy to do what you need him to do. As I was saying, on the defensive side of the ball, he brings an unpredictability and a cutting edge defense that can take any offense apart on any given week. No left advantages on the table like we've seen kind of in recent years. He has coached at the NFL level and reached Super Bowl heights in that time. He seems to understand how to best develop quarterbacks and get the most out of them, whatever their talent level. You go back and you take a look at Alex Smith when he was with the Niners first arriving in there. Didn't draft Alex Smith, inherited Alex Smith. Alex Smith was looked at as a bust at that time. And Harbaugh raised him up and really extended out Alex Smith's career in his development of Alex and getting him to play well. Then he takes Colin Kaepernick, who's a quarterback on just about the other end of the scale as far as difference from Alex Smith. And again, with him, finds real ultimate success. Colin Kaepernick is your quarterback when you do go to the Super Bowl with the Niners. And it's not just been those guys. He's taken the, the ultra-talented and Andrew Luck and able to develop him at Stanford to the place that he was the number one overall pick in the draft. I even look at a guy like J.J. McCarthy this year, who to me has his share of limitations. I know he's looked at as a pro quarterback by some, but I think that his at best is going to be a career backup. And yet Harbaugh took what a guy is going to be, a, I think, an NFL career backup and helped him to be the guy to lead the way to take this Michigan team to a national championship. So any type of quarterback, he's going to find a way to utilize and get the most out of them. Now on the negative side of things, his offense, though it does have some modern designs, and when it comes to the ground attack, Harbaugh's offense is willing to attack defenses anywhere, but he is not going to be a pass-happy kind of coach. He is not going to be one of those coaches that you look at and say, like a Ben Johnson, is utilizing all of the modern offensive techniques that is out there to be able to go out there and grab in order to find the ultimate success. He's not trying to throw the ball around the field. He's not trying to score 40 points on you in a game. He just wants to win flat out. Sometimes that means he's going to have to dirty the game up and just run the ball a lot. I don't necessarily have a problem with that as we do play in a stadium with a lot of inclement weather where there's going to be some of those games where being able to just lean on the run and ground and pound all day long is not the worst thing. If we played in a bit of a dome or we were down south and warmer conditions, it might be a bit of a different case for me. But I don't look at that as a true negative in this case because you're going to need to run the ball in this particular stadium with these particular elements that you're dealing with. Another negative with Harbaugh is he can be a little bit persnickety. He's got a little bit of moodiness that sometimes can run through him. I will say it feels like at Michigan, a little bit of this has lightened up a little bit where he's softened maybe just a little bit with age, but he can obviously rub people the wrong way. Him and Trent Baalke, the general manager there in San Francisco, absolutely butted heads. And really at the end of the day, what caused Harbaugh to leave town was not a lack of success with the football team, but in actuality, just him and Trent Baalke could not get along. And it was determined that they had to have one or the other go away at that point. It turned out to be Harbaugh when it all was said and done. But that is the part of this that we have to take into account that maybe there's a little bit of his prickly personality, which will be hard to deal with from John Schneider's perspective and could be a little bit of an inhibiting factor in really being Harbaugh on as the head coach here. Another negative with Harbaugh that is worth considering here is that there's kind of a going theory out there that he is going to wear out his welcome relatively fast. 
I don't know that he's done this in Michigan. I don't know that he really did this out there in Stanford as that was more of him continually kind of with Stanford, going to San Francisco, you know, it was more about a promotion than it was about him wearing out his welcome. And I certainly don't know if that was the case in San Diego State. But that's what does follow him from San Francisco and that prickly personality that he does have can sometimes logically lead you to think that this might be something that you have to deal with with Harbaugh if you do bring him in. And that very well may be the case. But I will say this to that on that negative. Yes, you may only have a four or five year span. Oh, what a beautiful four or five year span that just might be. And you might just end up walking away with the Super Bowl in that time which is part of what would make this well worth it. The last two negatives when it comes to Jim Harbaugh have one that is actually not that important and the other which is vital and could prove to be a complete deal breaker to this whole damn thing. First, Harbaugh is going to want to become the NFL's highest paid coach. He's coming off national title. He's been successful at the NFL before, including reaching a Super Bowl. It's not an out of line request. The Seahawks were certainly willing to pay Coach Carroll a bounty to make the jump from USC back to the pros. So I ask, why not again? Seahawks fans should be unconcerned with whatever Harbaugh costs. Coach's salary doesn't pull from the salary cap. An owner can pay a coach whatever they want. And if you have a coach with this rich history of success, he's going to demand a rich man's fee. Owners are reportedly raking in hundreds of millions of dollars in profits every single year. I think Jody can afford to pony up, cut the check, and the price will be right. The last negative is actually the unknown. Does Harbaugh want front office control? Does he want to hire a stooge to be a yes man to his player personnel whims? As I've said before, he's banged heads with general managers in the past and may want to avoid that again at all costs. But if that's the case, I think Harbaugh is quickly scratched off the list. But no one at this hour knows if those are his demands, nor if there is even a team that is willing to fulfill it. So we'll just have to wait on that. Coach Harbaugh is not going to be for all Seahawks fans. I get that. I hear you. These anti-Harbonites are very loud in their displeasure of the potentiality of Harbaugh landing in Seattle. Hell, look no further than my comment section below and you're going to find quite a few folks saying... I hear you, message received loud and clear. But if I may, just from my perspective, when I'm looking at this head coaching search and the guiding principle that's really driving me, it's not a guy's personality. It's not if his face is displeasing to me or not. It's not about some rivalry that took place 10 years ago with some heated things said. Instead, it is quite simply, who is the best man for the job? Who is the guy most likely to take us back to the mountaintop? Who is the guy to put trophies back in trophy cases? And when I look at all of these candidates across the board, there is one by far and away who strikes me as that man. And you may say many things about Coach Harbaugh, but you can't say he isn't a winner. And if you bring him here to Seattle, he is going to win. And you know what? You might just get a Super Bowl too. My name is Brandon Kane. This is the Hawks Nest. Please hit the like button, please subscribe, but beyond all that, don't you ever forget, go Hawks.